are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. That's right, we're here every Wednesday night on the Vocal Platform. This is episode 423, and I'm your host, Stevie, alongside co-host, partner in crime, Cody Maurice Dalgad. Happy holidays, Cody. Hello, darling. Happy holidays. It's that time of year, isn't it? It doesn't feel like it. It does for me because yeah? I do have my tree up. I have a little bit of oh. lights going on and you can't help it. I think we said this the other day when you walk around New York City, even the dollar store has decorations and decor. <laughs> I mean, it's like vomiting of and the brilliant part about it, which I really love, is even though I leave next Tuesday for the Bay Area of California. Yeah. When mm -hmm. I come back, it's the week after Christmas and Christmas decorations stay up way beyond New Year's oh, Day really? in, here in New York. And yeah. Oh, I've been I at, just, your, at your house too? No, no. Well, yeah, I will leave up. There's these great lights that I put on my, like below my TV and they look really nice. And I just love that little sparkle that we can add to life. Can Did you, you decorate? No, we have to what? decorate. I'm, I should go get some stuff tomorrow. I mean, I you, a tree? That's probably it, why it doesn't feel like Christmas right now for me. Because oh, my God. We've just been running around. Try, all last week was with my family. And the week before, my family came to visit as well. So I've just been kind of on a different type of holiday. I hear mood. you. Right yeah. and see family and all that type of stuff. So it's I yeah. gotcha. I know where I'll get there. All right. Well, we are live in front of a live audience. Hi, everybody. You can put messages, questions, say hi, shout out to us in the chat section, and we will incorporate you into our episode 423. Let's get into it because there's so much to talk about. Well, I couldn't help. We have to celebrate. This is a good thing. Marriage equality is now federal law here in the U.S. after President Biden signed the act. That's right. He signed the Respect for Marriage Act into law Tuesday afternoon, assuring that marriage equality for same-sex and interracial couples will remain the if we had to even say that will I know, remain right? i know like <laughs> but listen let's protect it yes uh will remain the law of the land no matter what the u.s supreme court does today he said is a good day biden i'm so glad they did a whole ceremony they lit up the white house cody yep. it looked so beautiful I'm just so happy about it. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it on the show before on mm -hmm. some people felt that it didn't go far enough because essentially what it does is protect those that are already married. Yes. In every state that they visit in the state, even if the state doesn't want to recognize, they have to now. Mm -hmm. So they could, you could move to a state that previously didn't recognize it they have to recognize it which is really good the drop the way people are saying that it doesn't go far enough is that you can't get states that still choose to not offer marriage licenses to same-sex couples that remains the same but at least it protects those that are already married and if yeah. you do cody get married you will be protected under this federal law now so nothing yes. can take it away from here on here out 
it's just a big sigh of relief and a big win. We got to celebrate when Biden gets his wins here in the States yeah. because he really is working and making changes. And I don't think we really say that enough. And this affects our community. He's He was an ally and a proponent mm-hmm. of same-sex marriage before Obama was. Really? In fact, he I convinced did not know that. He convinced Obama. Obama was for always same-sex unions, but wasn't mm-hmm. he was on the fence of marriage. Biden was for marriage before Obama. Let's not forget that. That's why I have a soft spot for President Biden so much. I mean, I love President Obama, of course, but I have a soft spot for Biden. I took my picture with him. I'm going to put it up now, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I did. Please do. You have to now. Yeah, this is great. I think that it's it's really amazing. It's long overdue, and and it kind of takes the hand... uh, the, this issue out of the hands of the Supreme Court. And because if you know how some people on the Supreme Court, if they could have their ways, these things would go to the back to the dark ages and we would have to worry about our our civil liberties as far as marriage are con- is concerned. So it's good. It's great. And Shangela was there. So. Right. That's so, so good. Go ahead. Exactly. I don't. I, I don't even want to talk about the anti-LGBTQ plus rep Vicky Hartzler of Missouri. Mm. Well, I guess I am talking about her. She was. <laughs> she's a representative of the House of Rep, and she was crying on on Thursday, begging her fellow representatives to vote against this Respect for Marriage Act. And she said, I'll tell you my priorities, protect religious liberty, protect people of faith and protect Americans who believe in a true meaning of marriage. You got to see this video, guys. It's crazy. She's literally weeping and crying, even though she knew this was already going to affect. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. And she has a gay nephew who was immediately calling her out. Her nephew mm-hmm. pointed out that religious schools still receive federal funding, even if they discriminate against LGBTQ plus students. He's 23. He said he was reported for, um, he's totally against his aunt and I'm totally for him that I'm so Andrew Hartzler said his aunt on the called out his aunt. If it's more like you want the power to force your religious beliefs onto everyone else, he's talking about his aunt. And because you don't have that power, you feel like you're being silenced. Um, but you're not, you're just going to have to learn to coexist with all of us. And I'm sure it's not that hard. I'm really glad that he called out his famous, or I mean, famous, his, political aunt out because that's not easy and who knows are they going to sit at the christmas table those kinds of things always go in my mind on can you imagine i know right (laughs) yeah i would have more choice words for her if she was my aunt and i think that he should honestly take her spot in on the missouri congress Ooh, maybe he will run. You know, why, what a great way to use the name, the last name that they actually share, and then run for office. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think that would be amazing. I wouldn't move. Nope. I was going to say I would move back to Missouri, but I'm not. <laughs> Please don't. I know. We're going to be talking about Virginia a little bit later where you yes, have lived. We <laughs> well, congratulations to all married couples, LGBTQ couples, and in the United States because you are now protected and it's a big win. So congratulations. 
Well, you know, we keep talking about travel and we're really know where every the last few episodes Cody we've been talking a lot about know where you're going these mm-hmm. days because there are laws in effect that could like Brittany Griner that's an extreme case but put Girl. you in jail now we've been talking about other places around the world where LGBTQ rights are legal s- sex may or may not be legal. This is a good one. Here's where you want to go now. Put this on your list, everybody. Barbados just took a big step towards LGBTQ plus equality when the high court in Barbados ruled this past Monday to basically strike down gross indecency laws, criminalizing, and they called it boogery. Buggery? Buggery? Buggery. Which I didn't know what that was, but it's sodomy or anal sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I, I Googled it too because I was I didn't know the difference. And I think that it, it also includes like bestiality in some things. So Okay. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's not I don't want to be associated with some of the things that it's associated with, for sure. This, right. <laughs> this law dates back to colonial times, although specific legislation doesn't really speak specify gender it was mm-hmm. basically overwhelmingly used to criminalize gay men in the past yes. so barbados a tourist hotspot becomes the third caribbean nation this year to repeal such laws yay both antigua and barbuda and saint kitts and nevis ruled similar laws unconstitutional earlier in 2022 so the shift in legal status is giving hope to advocates in other Caribbean nations. Yes. So where is it still illegal to be gay, you ask? Worldwide, 67 nations still criminalize homosexuality, and that's down from 80 a decade ago. In the Caribbean, this includes Guyana, Grenada, Dominica, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, as well as Jamaica. Oh. So... Yes. Not going there. Right. The historic decision is significant because it's protecting human rights and the dignity of LGBT people in Barbados. And I'm so happy about this because I love the Caribbean, Cody. And (laughs) it's just, I mean, the water. And this is a right step. I mean, I think we talk so much about how we're maybe heading towards a recession Mm -hmm. travel after three years of being in lockdown and covid is really back on the rise everybody seems to want to pack their bags and now for states to really be implementing anti-lgbtq is just a bad business move if you think about it we have the most accessible funds than any than many communities yeah and it's just a big mistake i think no i totally agree with you i think that it's as far as countries go i definitely would not want to go anywhere where my lifestyle is not accepted or it was codified in law that i could not be affectionate with my partner it would just dissuade me from going there and I feel like a lot of people who love me wouldn't even want to go there. So I think that it's a a trickle-down effect. Uh, If people decide that they want to take a vacation, I think it's time for me to take a vacation, but for sure. So (laughs) You deserve one. 
thank you, babe. They they look at these types of things and and then they decide not to go there. So I, let's go to Barbados. Let's have a good time. And I think that when, as far as when it comes to suppressing a faction of people in a society, uh, it it doesn't really work out for that society. Because I I read in the article that you sent me that when they started to accept readily accept gay people there, it it had a uh, an effect on the entire community that was more healthy for the entire community. So I'm glad they're doing the right thing. Exactly. I mean, the whole thing is crazy because recently I've been looking at ads on TV for Abu Dhabi and these ads are glossy and essentially they feature an individual professing there was an irrigation specialist as one career and it was like glossy in a commercial commercial, (laughs) and I've seen two or three of them for Abu Dhabi and they're essentially saying what the career is. One was an art exhibit curator okay the beautiful art that she brings into and and then they show them in their regular life sweeping shots of the city and so on and so forth and why it's a good place to not even travel but to move to to live in so they're and it's by one of those tourists not even tourist boards but the head of abu dhabi like if it was here in new york city mm-hmm the state of to encourage people to move to that particular place. Mm -hmm. And they, and one of them actually said, it's an amazing place and where everyone feels welcome type of thing. And I pretty much, and I was pretty (laughs) certain, but I had to just do a quick Google check in which LGBT right uh, acceptability in Abu Dhabi, it's the American Emirates and United Arab Arab Emirates. Mm -hmm. And no, LG, to be gay, LGBT is uh, a crime and punishable. Yes. Uh, what did I write here? Punishable by death. It's illegal. So wow. these ads are proliferating around like on networks, news networks, glossing over, making it look like this beautiful place to actually consider relocating, to become an irrigation specialist, an art advocate. And then... Not mentioning, no, it's not acceptable to everybody. It's so gross to me. Except if you're gay, right? Yeah, or trans or anything else under our acronym. It's just disgusting. So that's why we really, we will continue this conversation as new places come about with their rules and regulations because you just want to know this when you travel, consider moving, so on and so forth. I just think, yep, we're on it. That's all there is yes. to that. I agree. I think we should definitely be keeping the people informed on where it's safe for them to go. Yes, exactly. Well, we are live. You can always comment in the comment section. It's Tags Live. It's Wednesday night. It's episode 423. All right. Well, I couldn't help but notice this next story because it happened to be my old stomping ground in Los Angeles, California. Talking about a gay actor who uh, drew Droge uh, was out on a date recently at the famous El Compadre, a place that I used to visit all the time on Hollywood, excuse me, Sunset Boulevard. Now, he was at the Echo Park. I didn't know there was two of these 
he was at the Echo Park version of it, but mm-hmm. I used to go to the one across from the Guitar Center. Shout out to LA. And this Cody <laughs> was my stomping ground spot. So imagine a Mexican restaurant, old school, no no windows to the place. So you go in and it's kind of dimly lit with those red candles lit and those banquettes that are burgundy mm-hmm. if you know what i mean so it's oh, got yeah. a little bit of an old school 70s vibe but you could definitely go there with your buddies friends you could go there on a date margaritas and tequila is flowing food was good you know you could get your enchiladas oh, oh i love your a good enchilada oh, tacos my God. of course with the refried beans and the rice that yes. kind of mexican food but it was making me a, hungry okay <laughs> it, was, it literally was a favorite spot that i had to go to and they did this thing with the margaritas where they put this orange rind in there and they lit it up so your drink was on fire as they brought oh, wow. it to you and it was always like yay and everyone's <laughs> shouting and having a great time and you enter from the backside, anyways he was on a date the actor that i was just talking about mm-hmm had his arm around his date. They've apparently been on a few dates, kissing a couple times. He was looking around the room and seeing other heterosexual couples doing just the same thing. Yeah. When the manager came up to him and said, uh, this is a family establishment. You can't, mm-hmm. you, this, you really should stop. To which, I, and I'm like, this is my own stomach. And L, it's LA, gays are everywhere. It's Hollywood. <laughs> You know, it's the, even if it's the Echo Park, Echo Park, for those of you know, is adjacent to Silver Lake, which mm-hmm. used to be the gay second place that everyone wanted to live next to WeHo. Well, now it's all gentrified. It's hipsters. So the idea that this manager came up to him, well, he went... The actor went on Facebook, as did his date, and essentially called out the restaurant. Well, wow. the restaurant had a lot to say as they wrote, you read the post. Essentially what mm-hmm. they said, Cody, was absolutely we support the LGBT community and everybody else under the sun. We do not discriminate. We have never discriminated against. We are looking into this. Absolutely. And I think they're going to follow up because people like... Matt Bomer, who's friends with the actor, said, I'm so sorry this happened to you, mm-hmm. but glad you got a good makeout session out of it. Added some humor <laughs> to the mix, which is really great. But can you believe this? And do, yeah. you, do you show affection when you go out? Because here in New York, it's pretty similar to L.A. in many respects. Yeah. Do you, are you all over Joe and... or? <laughs> Um, well, first, I have good news for you. I looked, I tried to look up how many El Compadres there were in the LA area. And I, the first story that pops up when you Google El Compadre is that they fired the manager. Oh my God. Yes. yes. Okay. So, you know, you know that it, I mean, it's freaking LA. Yeah. I mean, up to the minute report. El Compadre. It's El Compadre. <laughs> it's literally the best fun Mexican restaurant to go to. Yeah, and I could not believe this story when it when you when you told me about it. Somebody had sent it to me before, and I was like, uh, I don't, I didn't know what to think of it. But you said when um, 
once you sent it to me, I read up more about it and I could not actually believe it because it's just asinine to, if there are other people in the restaurant that are, you know, kissing, then what is the difference between a gay couple doing the same exact thing? There is no difference. It's not unacceptable. It's it's completely asinine as far as I'm concerned. Um, as far as do I kiss my boyfriend in public, I'm very aware of my surroundings when I'm out as far as if if I'm in a restaurant, I try to kind of test out the waters of the comfortability of other people. Maybe I'm entirely too considerate of other people, but that's my own fault and that's something that I have to work on. But I do, I, do, I test it out. I touch his hand. I'm a little bit affectionate with him. And then if things seems to be going okay, if the energy is still okay, then yes, I am very affectionate. Uh, in a gay bar, I'm extremely affectionate, but uh, I get into trouble a bunch in gay bar. <laughs> but yeah, and it, you know what? Some, something else that really kind of is on my radar is if there are kids in the, in in the restaurant. And go ahead. Well, I wanted to hear your point because it goes back to the point you were making earlier about family restaurant. Yeah. And family last time i checked gays and lesbians and bisexual people and trans can have children yeah and so that is some people's families some people's family is two dads other people's families are two moms and that is family to yes. them and the other thing i want to say about this restaurant and probably why he was fired anyway because the policy that i've always known this place i happen to know it it's always been filled with lgbtq people and that's its stick he was just on planet mars and i don't know what he was smoking but yeah. it was his own planet grievance asshole. that he did yeah because that doesn't even fall true by the way this isn't Olive Garden, which I would call a maybe, <laughs> which by Olive the way, Garden. I don't go to, but what? maybe no, we go it. no, we Absolutely go it. The I'm thing gonna take is, you out and you're going to be like, where are we going? And it's and not even a price thing because El Compadre is pretty cheap and yeah. that's the best part about it. It's so fun, but I like kitschy places like El Compadre, but it, far from where I would bring my child if I had a kid because- mm -hmm. Tequila is flowing all over the place. Shots are being had. It's dimly lit. Like I said, there's no windows. It's hardly where I would consider it a family restaurant. I don't think yeah. they have a kid's meal. It's oh. just, I mean, it's not that, to me, it's not family. It's dark and night and adult, if you will. Oh, and really? Yes. So this person was just really on some on a complete other level as far as being discriminatory. That's that's really sad. And I'm glad he got fired. I I, <laughs> I wish somebody would come up to me and tell me that I could not kiss my boyfriend in public. I would flip the table over. I would walk out and pack up my meal and not pay. I would it would just be I, I would throw a fit I, because at the end of the day, I'm like you mentioned, I'm somebody's son. I'm somebody's brother. Depending on the night, I might be somebody's daddy. So yeah. <laughs> like you said, we're part of families too. So it's our love is not any different than anybody else's love at the end of the day. 
Absolutely. Watching us live right now, Eli says, is that the restaurant that has the drag show in the basement? It is not, actually. And I know that one. That's in Silver Lake. I want to say, I'm not going to, I don't want to get it wrong, but uh, I'll find out because my friend goes to that one where they have drag shows in the basement. They do a Christmas show in that one, but that one is in Silver Lake and a lot of fun. LA's fun. I just love it. And it's my old stomping ground and I miss it sometimes. But we'll go there right. and to Olive Garden. No, we will not go to Olive Garden. My goodness. I will never go to Olive Garden. Gosh. How could you even? And then Taco Bell from last, last oh, week. Right. <laughs> and throw in BBQ. Right? Never. Oh, okay. Man. Well, we all know what's going on recently with Twitter when Eli Musk took it, um, took it over. And Twitter and Elon just debanded its Trust and Safety Council. Now, if you know anything about what the trace that does, the Trust and Safety Council, essentially they're responsible for hate speech that has been pervasive on Twitter and monitoring any kind of activity that is needs to be taken to the authorities, mm -hmm be monitored, like we said, hate speech. And he just disbanded that whole department. But he's also accused a gay former Twitter employee who was the head of this department for sexualizing kids. So Elon Musk essentially got rid of, well, Yoel Roth, who was part of this department, was the head of this department, was gay and resigned from Twitter recently after surviving Musk's firing of sexualizing children. Musk clipped a section of Roth's doctoral dissertation in a screenshot and tweeted it along with the comment, looks like Yoel is arguing in favor of children being able to access adult internet services in his PhD thesis. He is so out of control, Cody. It's... yeah. Crazy. I mean, is this all he has time to do? It's almost like he got mad at Yoel leaving, disbanded the whole department that mm -hmm. is really supposed to be monitoring hatred, and then took time to find Yoel's PhD thesis, which, by the way, is not about sexualizing kids. It's the opposite. In fact, Yoel's PhD thesis had to do with the fact that uh, young adults that are 18 and under actually can get on apps like Grindr and he's advocating if you're going to allow them on your apps, then we really should yeah. have services within those apps that address young queer adults for yes. safety reasons and for certain things. That was his whole point of his thesis. If you're going to have them, we need to address that. And since you are already having them on your platforms, then we need to really address this. Not how he, Elon Musk twisted it, it to say, it which is a pervasive argument that's going on in the country right now that LGBTQ people are groomers for young adults. And it's this argument that the right is we basically got this right wing owner billionaire who runs Twitter who 
is just the divisive part of this country right now and is yeah. feeding beef to the right and laughing behind, but it's just not going to work. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. He is an entitled idiot. Yeah. I could not, could not believe this when I heard this. He is just seeding so, so many seeds of dissent in this country. And I really don't understand it. Like, how can you mistake? And he's totally reaching as far as <clears throat> firing this man. He's looking for a valid reason, it sounds yeah. like, and it's not even working. It's We see right through him. You know that he was just at a Dave Chappelle concert, and Dave Chappelle brought him out. <laughs> In San Francisco. Yeah, and he was, he was booed off the stage because everybody – we see – right through him and everybody was so upset at him and what he's doing on twitter he's he's a proponent of hate speech like you said and i, I he's just disgusting to me i hate elama i don't oh. hate any i don't hate him because i don't hate anybody but i severely dislike him he's out of control and Unfortunately, it really, I use Twitter for the show, but I'm seriously mm -hmm. thinking like, do I really want to be on the platform anymore? So many I can't, people are getting rid of it. Yeah, I think I really want to. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I get a response from a real housewife, which I don't follow any of the housewives, <laughs> but it's like a response from Kyle Richards. And it's always like, yep, I agree. And it's like, you agree to what? Like, how did I how did I get that one response in my email feed from Kyle Richards? <laughs> so random. So wow. I mean, yeah, it's just dumb. I know. I don't get it. That's and then so because, I know. <laughs> I think we have more interaction on our Instagram and our TikTok than we do. I don't really use Facebook either, because yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Definitely. Gonna, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, we have to talk about this Phoenix police officer who's under investigation, essentially for filming porn. And he goes by his porn name, get this, Rico Blaze, while he was on duty. So this officer's name is Christian Gogans, and he's facing internal investigation. And uh, according, what's that? I said his government name is out there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. He's under investigation. Yeah. It's so, true. It's true. Yeah. So he's essentially under investigation because he has not just an OnlyFans, but a porn. And they, I, ha I will post this on tagspodcast.com because the police shot next to him fucking it's straight porn you guys so don't get yeah, too excited <laughs> but i did watch the clip i'll post this on tags podcast you're brave um <laughs> i don't mind a straight porn in a minute but i do love drama <laughs> wait till our next story it's even more drama i can't wait i love the drama that's I why mean, yeah we don't need <laughs> our community doesn't need the housewives when we got it in our own backyard Amen. well this guy essentially was on duty but working from home and filming porn but it does bring up the question cody i mean can he you can't be in service i would consider a police officer in public service essentially right yes, yes. you're a public servant Mm -hmm. Is that the I right? Think. And yeah. his face is out there. You have only found. I'm all here 
for people making money and you can't do it. We all know it's not even, we don't even need to discuss this. You can't do anything like that on the job. Yes. That is where, okay. All right. But, We're that, in but that, we don't even, let's not even break that down because we already know that's just, you know, grounds for firing anyways. But yeah. what do you, the conversation really is, can he be a police officer and also have, an OnlyFans account and be a porn star. I don't know if that was in his contract, if that's in any police officer's contract, but I'm assuming it's not good. Very, I don't know. It was like the conversation we were having with Jeremy on episode 422, where the mayor posed nude Mm -hmm. in this small town in Iowa of 8,000 people. And Jeremy and I were like, whether or not it's acceptable, it's just in poor taste. And you were like, who cares? He has a sex life. It's like, <laughs> we know when I think, yes, of course, he, the police officer, the mayor, fine, you can have sex lives, but they don't do what we do where we're talking about sex. We couldn't actually be porn stars if we want. I don't know who's going to be watching it, me at least, but but I'm just Girl. saying, maybe, maybe we're going to talk about Plenty it in a of second. People. <laughs> But I just think, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I I still, I'm going to relate it back to what I said about the mayor. He is completely free to do whatever he wants, as long as he's not doing it on the job. That is where he messed up. Because when he started filming his OnlyFans, even in his police officer uniform, he shouldn't be filming it. Because if he, that's no, you still should kind definitely of, not. Yeah, it relates it back to his job, and there's a, a a connection there that shouldn't be exploited. I think that as long as he doesn't cross those lines, he's free to do whatever he wants. I don't see anything wrong with it. I, uh, oh man, the only thing that I might have a little bit of a problem with is if a school teacher was doing it. Because they have to see the young kids all the time, and 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 I think that that is a conflict of interest in yeah. a, in its own way, and I think that it just brings about certain issues that a school teacher would not want to deal with. But a police officer, that sounds kind of hot to me. That sounds like one of my fantasies that I think about. <laughs> it's definitely a fantasy for sure, but I think you know where he got sloppy and this is where segueing into our, our next topic that's basically related to this guys in a recent reddit thread revealed whether they'd considered whether they'd ever star in an adult film some mm-hmm. of the comments said i'd never do it others said it 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 is hot, but the real-life consequences of doing that kind of work have taught me the hard way that some fantasies should remain fantasies. Others wrote, I've been approached to do it and to be an underwear model, and the thought of it always turns me on, but when I think it back, nope, I won't do it. Somebody said, been offered a few years ago, but nope, once it's out, it's out permanently, and I'm not looking to alter my future and image forever in such a way. And lastly, somebody else said, the list goes on, Worked on a set for a while, and I wouldn't ever want to be a performer. See, that is an opinion (laughs) I would take. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because he he knows firsthand 
what it is to actually go there and that be your job. Because at the end of the day, it is a job. I've definitely considered it. I've been approached in clubs when I was younger. I was in my 20s. <laughs> right. I was nice and tight and right. And they they were like, "Do you have you ever been interested in, in being a porn performer? And I was like, no. But now in this economy... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously considering an OnlyFans with my just my partner, my boyfriend, yeah, by, by myself. And I mean, I I can't go into it any further because I would still would like to remain has some anonymity with it. So, but yeah, I think I've, with what you do as an artist, as a host as mm-hmm. a life coach and your partner who's an artist for the most part or in the creative area you guys are okay to kind of go down that path but i mm-hmm. think it does you need to consider all of the facts on it like you said it is work yeah at the end of the day and can you perform and things like only fans we've talked about it on the show before it's not yes i think you have to really you know you and i for example are meeting on friday for an upcoming project it's yeah. a long term project but i'm going to outline this and we're going to have a powwow on it you'll hear more about it soon listeners Wait. but it's a new venture but Things like this show, I think a lot of people think, oh, I could podcast, I could do that, When until they realize the work that actually goes into it. And oh, wow. you can't take breaks on podcasts like you can in TV goes on hiatus, mm-hmm. music performers put out a project and then they go away for a while. Not the same for a podcaster. You are only, you have to keep it going all the time and churning it out. And, you know, we figured it out how to work on this show. We're going to talk about a different way for it to work on a new endeavor. But I think with things like porn, only fans, it sounds glamorous and fun because you might like your body and you could perform on camera, but you got to think about the nitty gritty. How am I going to, and when viewers want to see this, how am I going to respond to that? When viewers want you to do this or that, am I going to be able to do that? What's my niche and how can I sustain that? And how can I, you know, do I have the right equipment to, am I going to work with a partner and how are we going to keep this interest? These are all questions that need to be like a marketing meeting. I come from marketing and this is what you got to go through. Yeah. What did you mean by the right equipment? <laughs> well, I was actually That's a talking, double entendre, girl. <laughs> I was talking about the lights and the, oh, that, the lights. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, um, it could mean a lot of things. Yeah. So I, so I want to actually go back to one thing you mentioned as far as my professions because I have like 18 jobs Um, (laughs) my a a life coach friend of mine was actually very adamant about me deleting my more thotty um underwear basically Instagram because she said that it wasn't professional looking so I can only imagine I told her to fucking mind her business and that bitch mind your business (laughs) right (laughs) and uh 
I can only imagine as far as what people think of me when when they see this Instagram. So I I I can only imagine what they would think if they they knew that I was considering. I haven't done it just yet, and like having an OnlyFans with my boyfriend. Absolutely, I don't think any problem with it. Given and you know you can work with LGBTQ community. I don't think there's anything ever wrong with it. Yeah, it's. But I, you can't do it at work like this police officer is doing. And there's other professions where it's just not, sorry, it's just where we're at. What does Eli say watching us live right now? <clears throat> Eli says, I would never, uh, I would never, I enjoy porn too much. Seeing behind the scenes would ruin this fantasy for, for me or for him, basically. So yeah, yeah. I, I see his point and I agree. Yeah. We want to know what you think, too. What would you consider being an adult performer, whether it's porn or OnlyFans? Let us know. We can continue the conversation. You can always tweet us at Tags Podcast. DM me at Tags Podcast. You can always go to tagspodcast.com. Let's keep this conversation going because... I'm curious to know where everyone's at with this. We all watch a lot of porn. So oh my gosh. we are hardly prudish to any of this stuff. But I just kind of want to get the gauge on where many people are at and where people's careers are at and or family. And, you know, we're very complicated, our LGBTQ community. And so just kind of want to know, yeah. Okay, this juicy next story we have to break down that caught my attention and we had to talk about it for sure there is a non-binary energy department official appointed by the biden administration that's basically in charge of nuclear waste was recently fired get this they were fired for stealing luggage from multiple airports yep you heard me right Sam Brinton is no longer on the DO, uh, no longer a DO Department of Energy employee. The spokesperson told the Daily Beast on Monday evening, a Biden administration nuclear waste official Sam Brinton is out of a job after being accused of stealing airport luggage in two separate incidents. Sam Brinton is no longer an employee. And essentially, Cody, this mm-hmm. Sam worked prior to working for the department of energy appointed by the biden administration non-binary has a partner before that worked for the infamous trevor project Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons i think they got this high position at the trevor project was because they for years and years and years they had told this story about Mm -hmm. how they had been really not accepted by their family at such a young age and that their family, because they go by, they put them in conversion therapy at such a young age and really painted a picture of being pinned with needles in conversion therapy, being tortured in conversion therapy and really became a poster child for the LGBT community as a survivor Mm-hmm. And the problem is, and there's a really good article. I know you looked at it, Cody. Oh, yes. By LGBT Nation of a deep dive 
of somebody that really uh, Wayne Besson mm-hmm. really took to this story because he really has worked with conversion therapy uh, survivors, the survivors, mm-hmm. and really wanted to just get some facts. Because, and every time he would reach out to Brinton, he would not get any answers. Mm-hmm. And when the journalist reached out to Sam's mom, Sam's mom essentially said that he went to therapy as a child, but not conversion therapy ever. Ooh, and called oh, out. And so it really, forget about Sam for a second, but it's really our community that has gone that didn't do our research and really believed a story and elevated this person on a pedestal to be a poster child for conversion therapy and a survivor and put him in major fields i mean the white house for crying out loud yeah him, but nobody did their freaking research wow. and then like all things just like this, there's cracks. cracks in the <laughs> and I love a good drama story like this. Cracks in the surface. You sound like a detective right now. <laughs> and, and honey, stealing didn't check his her their luggage at the airport. Was seen not once but twice grabbing a really floral suitcase on the conveyor belt. Took off. So premeditated the tag and put on their tags and walked out with it, holding $2,500 worth of merchandise because they caught that person. Tried to do the same thing in a Miami airport and somebody on surveillance recognized the luggage and what was going on in Sam's bald head and (laughs) caught... Caught that motherfucker. You I are am, on it. <laughs> I am on this shit because I think, no, you cannot. You need to do your research. You Just because somebody tells a story, a sob story, you, you can't just immediately believe them. You have to do background checks on this shit because, sorry. And why do I care so much? Because... It gives such a bad name. You know how, Cody, when a black person, you're black, and, mm-hmm. or a Latino person does some a crime, and it's like, <laughs> oh, why did they have to be my... I'm sorry. We all do you, this. You're watching I'm, television, and you're yes. like, you see a story come up, and they're like, oh, my gosh. My mom, my 85-year-old... A robbery, and my, you're just praying. You're like, please, God. <laughs> or Latino, which exactly. my, I'm sitting with my mom the other day, and she said, oh, and they had to be Latino. <laughs> <laughs> this is That's what we go through. This is... I know, but it's true. This is it's what we true, go through. Though. It's true, But now we got our LGBTQ community, too, and we're trying to elevate all of us. And when this happens, it sets us back... Because the far right gloms onto this, and believe me, it's been on Fox News all week, chatting that. about and giggling at the absurdity of all of this. And it, and it, Cody, it is absurd. It, it is, just totally. is. Yeah, yeah. There's so much to unpack here. I think that you should trust <laughs> survivors and victims, and but also that you should verify, like you said. So I think that what you should do is believe people who have been 
say that say have that they have been abused or what have you, but always verify like you like you just said. I don't know why I said the same thing twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't agree with conversion therapy. I think it's barbaric. And I, but it's what's so insidious to me is that when I was reading Sam's story, <laughs> I started to feel empathy for them. I really got, I got sucked into the story. So I can see how people would read the story or hear the story and actually have empathy for this person and can be conned by this person uh, allegedly because we have to say allegedly because they haven't been it hasn't been disproven quite yet um because what this person ha- would have to would have had to endure would be horrific so if it's not true then they're a piece of work i can't i am my mind is blown and this person is not stupid they're a nuclear ener- engineer and energy waste Yes. Ener- it, yeah. Nuclear energy waste is the position. Yeah. Which I don't even know what that really means. I mean, it, I guess it sounds like what it says. They remove nuclear waste. Do they take <laughs> it to the dumpster? Do they? Who? I don't know. Or but, they think about the way to actually dispose of it properly is what came to my mind. Cody, I don't it. know. I mean, it's like, I would we are not, not be, science games. We are not going to be considered for that position as obviously they need a new nuclear waste specialist. You and I are talking oh, out of our ass when it comes to gosh. that. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, but, I, but what we do know is she, they stole two people's luggage and they did it and that is just like there's something wrong with them why would that person even do that that's entitlement you don't know what's in that luggage there might be dirty underwear in that luggage the whole thing is like to to sorry to fuck up your whole life like this yes for some underwear for some stupid i mean it's pathetic i don't know they need some serious help they need to go to the waste department and check. I don't know. Um, yeah. But another thing is, it, it makes me wonder why. I asked myself this question while I was reading the story. Why would this person lie about this? And when you were relaying the story, it kind of dawned on me yeah. that <clears throat> they've used this alleged lie to elevate themselves in the eyes of people that that they that. Are, make all the decisions that they deem important. So that actually allowed them to be in spaces where they can make their moves to have a position of power. It's yeah. it's so conniving. And I know. I, I feel so, I feel you crazy know, I, for being duped. Because it's kind of like we're going to see the Lifetime movie of this. Oh my happen. God, I can't wait. <laughs> and I know. And. All they have to be is bald, but they can put some prosthetic over their head and some <laughs> and, and some lipstick girl. and some high heels, and they can get this character down. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, another thing is, can you believe uh, this? Per- so uh, they have they have a spouse, right? Oh, divorce. Well, number one divorce. I would divorce. I would divorce immediately. Grounds but, for divorce. Do you think that the spouse knew about it? Uh no. 
absolutely not. I think it was, I think it was their dirty little secret that they thought that they could get away with and they haven't dealt with their true self. They, and the spouse is like, what WTF? think that they were duped as well i mean for better or for worse but this is no, the really worst this is, the wor- this is outside the bounds of for better or worse but i don't know what's worse what if you were monogamous and they cheated is this worse this is break this is so sinister and gross this is this is worse than cheating yourself. at least if somebody cheated you could be like well just don't do it again and I don't know. Are they gonna, whose luggage next? Are they gonna? I'm, and are you gonna drag me into the mix? Am I like a culprit in this bloody mess? Shout out to London. But yeah, I don't know. I just think absolute grounds. I married the wrong person. Lifetime yeah. movie of the week. Tune in. in t- and you know how they churn those movies out on Lifetime? It'll be oh, out. Oh yeah, it, it'll be out in the springtime of 2023 with Vivica and Tori Spelling. Oh, Vivica will be Vivica will be the one. Vivica A. Fox will be catching it. She'll be right with a short wig on that episode <laughs> at the air at J, at Miami International. <laughs> I know. She'll be she'll done the short wig on that one. But darlings. Oh my God. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad we found the levity in this because this is crazy. <laughs> yes. Watching us live because we can't forget that we're live is Oleg. And thank you so much. It's your first live show joining us. I hope we are living up to it. He says he's watched us for Steve. several months. <laughs> and he, he, Oleg has asked us if we've already talked about spoiler alert, the movie. No, it's, I was telling my host about this. It's a brand new movie with, Jim Parsons and mm-hmm. Sally Field. It looks really good. It's in the theater. We have not seen it. We didn't get a screener because we're low budget. But we, <laughs> I do want to see it because it sounds so good. So Oleg will try and watch it and talk about it probably during the holiday season. Maybe we'll make yes. it a yeah. That sounds reasonable. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and thank you. We are in the middle of our, we're almost on our six year anniversary. So wow. really excited to celebrate that. We need to get to one, one Cody, and I'm going to let you pick Reddit okay. thread before we get to thirst trap. And we've only got so much time. So pick the Reddit one um, <clears throat> as I pour some more wine. How do you initiate a friends with benefits situation after hooking up? So, okay, right. This person, that's, did they say anything else in that one? Um, Let me go to it. I just read it for my notes. Oh, I'll read it. Okay, yeah. Oh, so okay. the, oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, If you want to see someone more often and eventually become friends with benefits, do you think it's better to text them something like, hey, that was fun. Let's do it again sometime after your first time hooking up or just keep it cool and hit them up sometime later asking to meet up again? What do you got? What do you think, Steve? So I looked a little bit, uh, cheated a little bit and looked at some of the responses on this, <laughs> but I agreed that, and and then I thought about my own experiences Essentially, the times that I've had really good sex with somebody and I'm sitting in bed with them and it's that kind of like, 
either they it's the morning or maybe they have to go and you're kind of rolling around or sometimes they say can I take a shower when they're about to leave I said this was a lot of fun yeah. we should do this again so it's kind of that thing and then I get their number then I think if you do that mm-hmm. in the night of or at the very least, what you can do is get their number. Hey, can I mm-hmm. get your number? And if you get their number, but you usually get a good vibe, like that was hot. And both of you are like, yeah. And you, some of you says, I really enjoyed that. You can already tell at the end of sex that it was good for both of you. And it's yeah. kind of an energy and a vibe that I can't really explain. Mm-hmm. When you know that, ask for their number if they don't ask for it first. And don't be afraid to text them afterwards that, hey, that was really hot. It could be later or the next day. And that kind of keeps the spice going that you want to do this again. Now, they just said friends with benefits. This is a whole different conversation if you actually decided you like them and, yeah. or not boyfriends, but go on a oh, date. Sorry, I'm jumping a gun. <laughs> yeah, but we're not there. We're just talking about friends with benefit. What's your advice? I agree with you to a certain extent i think that if you start a a conversation with that person then again you can feel it out if they just want to leave immediately then you know it's not going down yeah (laughs) but if if they're there and they chat with you um you might even cook them breakfast i've cooked plenty of days breakfast in the morning so yeah me too me too (laughs) turkey bacon scrambled eggs coffee french toast i make french i make french toast yeah. Um, yeah. So you just started a conversation. I, I, you, what it sounds like you wanted to do or what your advice is, is that you make your moment. I am a huge proponent of waiting for your moment. So they kind of would allude to something and regarding getting together again. And that is where I would make my move in order to hit them with the uh do you would you like to be friends with benefits yeah and i don't think anybody should ever say do you want to be friends with benefits ever (laughs) that's a term no we should hook up again is that's too much that's like pressure i I just think it's a natural thing if you got if you had great sex with somebody you know that they liked it or not and if they're lingering around if you know, you it's a vibe you get. You can tell if you liked it, they liked it. And I think it's just perfectly fine to say that was really hot. Can I get your number? And if they're like, yeah. I mean, I had a guy that was in a relationship and a oh. Republican. And he was like, that was really hot. I would like to see you again. And I was like, yeah, that I would like that too. We exchanged He's numbers. He's a Republican and you still slept with him again? It was friends with benefits, not relationships. So I could do it. Okay. okay. Just sex. I'm not not judging. It was just a question. And his boyfriend had to deal with him, who was a Democrat. And so let him deal with that. I just wanted to to get the ass. So, you know, (laughs) hit it again. And I hit it. All right. (laughs) Let us know where you went. I just want to read Eli's. Oh, yeah. He goes. 
or do like Eli and wait till the next day when you see them at work. I thought that was really <laughs> funny. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I need to hear this story too. I need to hear so many stories tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, it's time for our final segment by Straight Up Gay Porn. And they've been doing this all year long of who took the best video or porn shot they're all porn stars or only fans creators who took the best one we've been voting all week but straight up gay porn actually did thirst trap king part one which we did a couple weeks ago and now they're on to because it's the end of the year part two of thirst trap king and we want you to vote it's our job to descriptively tell you why we think this one on an audio podcast makes our cut who was your pick cody Oh, good. I get to go first because we probably picked the same one. Um, So I'm going to say, like I said last time, I framed my decision around who I would like to see as a thirst trap king. So my vote is going to Gael Kriya. Oh, that was my vote. I I knew it. That's why I was like so glad that I'm going. (laughs) I just voted for him. He's in number two, by the way. Yeah, he's in the top five. So what they're going to do is they're going to take the top five from last week and the top five from this week, and then they're going to merge them all together. So he's in top two right now. We probably picked him for the same reason, for his beautiful body oh. laying on this bed. And like I said last time when I picked this exact picture, I love it when a guy can raise an eyebrow up eyebrow. and gives you that look in the eye, which he's doing, sexy beard on him, beautiful skin, perfectly quaffed chest hair, beautiful nipples, like amazing ways, a really thick beautiful cock laying back i love the little hair that's on his quads um yes love the hair too great haircut short tattoo on his upper left chest it looks like it's in arabic perhaps i just might be making that up but really he's got a great tattoo on his it's like a tree that's really nice and yeah that's beautiful and he's got and poppers they, on his bed. I see some poppers in the background. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about Can't poppers. <laughs> Those of you watching us live, let us know who you pick. If there's anybody, as in the last couple uh, seconds that we got, we will. Okay, what does Hoven Cow for Eli and Julio like Sam Ledger? Sam Ledger. Okay, nice. Okay. You can vote too, listening audience, by going to tagspodcast.com. I'll post this as well as links to the show. You can listen to this episode 423. You can watch this episode. Check us out and you can follow us at tagspodcast.com. You can follow my co-host, Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching on Instagram or at Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice on Instagram. Follow me. I am underscore Steve V. Or follow the show at Tags Podcast. You can DM us for sex and relationship advice at Tags Podcast, at Tags Podcast. And guys, thank you so much. It's been so fun, jam-packed. We're live next week. Um, for the next two weeks, I think we're live. We're taking one week off on the 28th. So week off, of the, off on the 28th. Two weeks or 
I believe we're no no we're live next, next week. week and then the twenty and then the twenty eighth spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> we're off we're off on the twenty eighth for the holidays but just the twenty eighth we're back in the January with all new episodes so keep an eye out for us and in the meantime continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex yes.